Alright, this is the 20 Minute Power of Steve Sobel, Real Life True Facts and Research Podcast. Uh, Lights, Camera, Satan. Whoa. <laughs> the true story behind the filming of The Exorcist. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> I have this little uh, article that I want to read. I'm not going to cite my sources because fuck you, you don't get any credit. These are my thoughts. Oh, God. So, did we review this movie or was this on your top five? It was my top five. So we should... This was last year. This was last year when we discussed our favorite horror movies of all time. We're getting ready for the month of October, son. Get this scared. might come out by October. Get you know? scared, boy. Yeah, get ready. We're going to come at you with all the fucking scary shit. So. Happy, happy October, fest. Happy Halloween season, baby. Yeah. It sucks because they pull out all the Halloween decorations in September, and they're done by the end of September. People are getting too amped for uh, October. Is that your favorite Halloween? Let me close this door. No, don't close it. I don't give a shit about sound quality. Our listeners don't give a shit about sound quality. Maybe they do. I don't know. Do you guys? Is it even recording? Yeah, of course it is. We're professionals, bro. Um, right. you, uh, you guys listening in your car or on your headphones? Uh, Sound good? Watch the road. No, nobody listens to the car, right? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about our listeners. Happy birthday, listeners. Squid Squad. Fuck you guys. Over. Just let us get to the end of the story. Alright, let me see what you Lights, <laughs> Camera, Satan. The true story behind the filming of The Exorcist. Uh, I'm going to read this, we'll just interject when we, we feel like it. In 1973, audiences worldwide flocked to their local movie theaters to watch the story of a young girl struggle with demonic possession by a demon named Kazuzu. Kazuzu. That's what, Kazuzu? Not the Kazuzu. Kazuzu. He's the demon that possesses the oh, girl. Oh, that's right, yeah. Based on the international bestseller written by William Peter Blatty, motion picture The Exorcist broke all records. However, even during the filming, actors, producers, and the director wondered if they were negatively harmed uh, the young star Linda Blair. Until that time, no one in the film would ever had ever heard of an incident blurt out so many colorful metaphors. No, this movie came out in the 70s, bro. It's your old ass. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah. <laughs> uh, they did do a re-release. Yeah, they did, I remember in that. In the 2000s. And uh, this, this story, that, that, the exorcist ties into my paranormal, my uh, haunting. Oh, you, like, you my never told me, huh? I haven't never told anyone. When are you going to, you're not going to tell it now, huh? I'm not going to tell it to over the, over the podcast here. Maybe I'll save that for uh, proper yeah. Halloween. It's going to be exclusive. Patreon, Patreon, yeah. So you better get the. So the Exorcist ties into my paranormal experience directly. No way. So we're not going to talk about that no more. All right. <clears throat> there was more going on on the set of the motion picture than anyone at the time was willing to acknowledge. Something was there. Something more than just Hollywood magic. The novel upon which the motion picture was based held an impressive record on the New York bestsellers list for the fifty-five weeks. However, at the time, no one but a few knew that the story was based on an actual exorcism in St. Louis, Missouri, 1949. So it's based on a true story. Yeah, but... The names and times has changed. Protect the innocent. But that shit is gnar, dude. I've heard stories about this. Uh, After several attempts, Warner Brothers obtained the motion picture rights and set aside $4 million to make the film a significant amount for a horror movie at the time due to the special effects and the problems therein. The total cost of making the film was over $12 million. There was also problems with the cast and crew, namely, a lot of death. Yeah, so they had to pay for all the funerals. I had. <laughs> yeah. 
Death is the way of the world. However, to so many, to have so many natural, unnatural deaths associated with such a temporary thing as making a movie put all the toil into making the extras high above the national norm. There were at least nine recorded deaths related to the making of this movie. So nine fools died. God, well, dude, <laughs> not one person with the con- uh, connected with the film escaped life's last sting, the sting of death. I wonder. Yeah, dude. I don't know. Just over one month before the final day of shooting, actor Jack McGowan died due to complications related to the flu. He was only 55. His character, the often drunk director in love with Regan's mother, had been killed by the girl after, demon, after the demon possessed her. His character was pushed out of a bedroom window, landing at Georgetown's now famous row of steps. Uh, so the dude like, that played the dude that gets killed in the movie died just before the movie was finished. But that's the guy that jumps out of the window at the end, right? No, no, that's the that's the priest. This is the guy. Oh, another guy gets t- tossed out the window. Yeah, another guy gets tossed out the window. <laughs> uh, the ninety-year-old actress Veliski Melarios, who played Father Kara's mother, died before the film's release. Three years after the movie's release, actress Lee C. J. Cobb, who played the film's loving detective in the story, died of heart attack at age sixty-four. Even the two primary stars of the movies had a connection with the Grim Reaper. It was rumored that Max von Sydow, who played Father Marin, had a brother who passed away in Sweden. And Linda Blair lost a grandparent while in production. These are all kind of dubious ties. I thought they were going to be like shit, that weird shit that happened on set. You think it's all coincidence? It's all coincidence. If, there was, if that was not bad enough, even the crew of the film had bad luck. It was later revealed that a wife of a cameraman gave birth to a stillborn child. Okay, that's fucked up. In addition, the technician responsible for the severe cold effects died. Finally, an African-American night watchman and the actor Linda Blair's characters urinated in front of stating, You're going to die up there. All met mysterious ends. There was not a week that went by during filming that something did not happen. While shooting the famous pea soup vomit scene, Jason Miller was informed that his son had been hit by a motorcycle. What the fuck? <laughs> during, the cross, during the cross masturbation scene, actress Ellen Burson was struck by Linda Blair and hit to the ground with a terrible scream. There was no acting in this incident. The cry was genuine. Miss Burson uh, received a permanent injury to her spine due to malfunction Jesus. of the harness, harness she was wearing. Uh, shit. God. Uh, in theory, the harness was to be used to enhance the illusion of Regan's demonic possession by giving the girl superhuman strength, uh, thereby help, having the ability to slap her mother across the room. Uh, everything went well during uh, rehearsals, even safety contingency was taken. However, upon filming, something went wrong. The harness malfunctioned, and she landed on her crooks, uh, causing severe nerve damage. The damage, as stated, was permanent. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus, dude. Uh, the sets for the film had to be individually built by people specializing in refrigeration. Incredibly massive air conditioners were installed in the bedroom scenes to help give the illusion of breath and a cold, eerie feeling. One particular point in filming, everything was halted for a day because it snowed on the set. There was so much moisture from the heat and sweat of the actors that it started, it started its own snowstorm. What the fuck? Wait, what? It started a snowstorm well, in the bedroom that they put all these weird air conditioners Because in. All, everybody kept falling out the windows. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no more windows. Yeah, no more windows. I just no. put this window up. There's no event. Of- <laughs> uh, while building the sets, although it cannot be substantiated, Carpenter was said to have accidentally cut off several of his own fingers. Well, he just cut his fucking fingers off. Just- Who? Just one of some dude while he was building the set. He just cut his fingers off. On purpose? Yeah. 
the fuck? Uh, so I think, like, do you think there's, like, like when you do things that are connected to Satan or the devil, um, Bad shit. weird shit can, like, manifest itself? Well, see, this is this is what I was going to say. Or is it coincidence? Like, okay, so they're, they're making a movie about Satan and demons that everybody can see. You would think that if it is true that Satan would be all for that, be like, oh, yeah, let me help you yeah. promote demons and shit. Not like, it seems like they were trying to stop this film from being made. So maybe it was, like, God if, trying to... If anything, it was angels and shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, we gotta stop this movie from getting out. God's like, disciples or fucking whatever, angels, Archangel Michael, go stop this shit. Yeah. Tell them what the fuck is wrong with them. Uh, yeah, so it's pretty crazy to me that, like, all these weird things would happen during a movie that's supposed... It's supposed to be, like, showing that the devil is real and can possess yeah. you and shit. But also, it's not really giving God any, like, way out. Because God doesn't really save the day at the end of, like, end of the movie. Because no. the, the priest is like, oh, come take me, take me. Then the yeah. demon jumps from the girl to him. And then he fucking commits suicide. So God didn't just magically show up and say, nah, you're out. Get, get out of here, son. But then, I guess, again, maybe... Isn't that, isn't that a thing in the Bible? Like, the greatest trick the devil's ever done is convincing humans that he doesn't exist? Yeah. So maybe that's why he didn't want this movie com- coming out? Because then it's like, oh, you're going to make me, you're going to prove that I actually it's like, am oh, real. Uh, yeah, Fuck, you're, you're blowing up my spot. Yeah, you're blowing my cover, You're son. taking away my incognito tab on my yeah. fucking browser, son. Or, but, like, okay, this is the oldest fuck movie. Has any, all the wires and all that practical stuff... Had it been done before? What other yeah, movies yeah. have come out before? There's like a shitload of movies that were doing like weird, well. Uh, okay, so it's so it couldn't have been a coincidence. Like it's like this is the first time ever doing a scene like this, so it's gonna not work. Well, what they said about it was like they did rehearsals and every like they would practice this shit. Oh, and it would go. Always, but once they fucking hit play on that uh, re- record, the camera dude like. So there, it, it had to, to be. Yeah, because yeah, it probably it's not a coincidence, dude. That shit's real. Satan was not down with this. No. If this were not enough to convince the suspicious once, when all had gone home after an incredibly long shooting week, the set caught fire and burned to the ground. <laughs> uh, so after they were done shooting, like the whole set just and randomly, just, like, randomly caught on fire. Uh, the release of the film was delayed because the Georgetown set had been reduced to ashes. The <laughs> fire's cause to, remains a mystery to this day. Uh, the cast and crew had had enough. The director requested a Roman Catholic priest to help perform an exorcism on the film set. Since the Catholic Church believed that only people could be possessed by a demon and not inanimate objects, the, the request was refused. However, uh, a, a priest did come and give a blessing... And a lot of the fears were calmed. Before the set? Before filming? Before, no, before the filming was finished. Because all this weird shit kept happening. And then they were all paranoid. Like, you got to get a priest out here. Yeah, you don't think... Uh, do, do these fools have to get, like, permission to release any of this shit? Like, you think... You know how, like, the church and popes here is like, Oh, you need permission to act out the act of an exorcism. No. So nothing they have done. no real jurisdiction oh, power. Okay. But that could be another thing, because... They don't have technically any real legal power, but they have spiritual power. I guess. They might be like, like the, the, yeah, yeah, the Pope yeah. is like, hey, send some fucking evil juju motherfuckers away to fucking put that Catholic dollars yeah, in. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're behind it. Maybe they're like, oh, we pray unto whoever to stop this fucking thing. And then they're blaming it on the devil. Yeah, and there's like, we're gonna, maybe they're the real bad guys. 
William Peter Blatty was even affected by the film. Blatty's ex-wife reported she saw on several separate occasions the telephone rising off its hook and dropping down to the living room floor on its own accord. At first, the best-selling author had his doubts, but then one night, while reaching for a pack of cigarettes, he saw the phone shake gently rise out of its resting place, hover, and then drop back onto its hook, bouncing onto the floor. And even an earthquake could not have caused this uh, phenomenon, and there was uh, an old bulky mall bell phones. These were the big bulky ones. Uh, Dude, why, why haven't they made a movie about the making of The Exorcist? That would be interesting as fuck. Yeah, make it like more fucking scary. Than yeah, the make it itself. scary as like, oh shit. Nevertheless, the sight of this unexplainable phenomenon made uh, Blotty pause and rethink his belief in ghosts and demons and the movies that he was making and shit like that. Billy Graham, the great uh, pastor from TV, the TV fucking ripoff dude, proclaimed that all the forces of darkness seemed aligned with the movie and that there was a power of evil within it. Unfortunately, some heeded his warnings and have not yet gathered the courage to see the movie to this day. While filming the movie, actor Jason Miller lived at the Jet Suit housings, hoping to gain enough atmosphere for his role. While in a restaurant nearby, a priest introduced himself giving the man an ancient medallion depicting the Virgin Mary with child. He gave the medal to Mr. Miller with this warning. Quote, If anyone does anything to reveal the devil for the trickster he is, he will seek retribution against you. Or he will even try to stop you from what you're doing to unmask him. There you go. I was right. One last fact. The director, when finished with the film, took to a production company for the final editing in New York City. The firm's address was 666 Fifth Avenue. <laughs> the, it said the devil is a trickster. He loves playing games. Yeah, so that could that could have just been him. Like, oh, you guys, this is fun. This is you guys gave me an open to fuck around since you guys are doing yeah. a movie about me. So let's think about this. Let's now that we just read that little article thing. Thoughts about it. Like, so have you seen? We've both seen The Exorcist, right? I saw it for the first time last year. Yeah. So this was one of the movies that like. In my family growing up, oh, you don't watch The Exorcist because if you watched it, it you like you, you, you lad, you yeah, you grab bad spirits, bad energy. Playing the Ouija board. Yeah, so you're not supposed to fuck with the movie like The Exorcist. But then, so it took me a long time to actually get the courage to watch it. I think I was like, uh, yeah. I was like, I had access to the whole other fucking horror movies, any movie that I wanted. But not that one. No, I could have watched it whenever I wanted, but I just never decided not to. Yeah, didn't until I was like maybe sixteen or seventeen. Yeah, dude, fuck that. I. The, we talked about this before like just the vibe of it I would I w- remember flipping through channels and I saw the girl going Bleh. I was like oh shit it's change yeah. change I would not watch it dude fuck that not Cause, at a young age dude because when I grew up my parents or like most of my family they made me not fear ghosts but fear like Satan and devils yeah, and like dude. demons and shit it wasn't so much like no, ghosts dude. like ooh spookies I didn't really believe in ghosts but I believed in demons and I believe in Satan yeah my mom same with my mom and that side of the family ghosts are not not so bad but demons and shit even all of I asked all my aunts like, oh what's the scariest shit oh the exorcist no we don't that's like the scariest movie till this day like we don't fuck with that shit like demons and shit is where it's at like Satan shit is is the real deal like you don't fuck with that shit but I mean has there I mean there's been a bunch of movies about Satan after this yeah has anything crazy happened like that before I know in the poltergeist there's some shit that okay there's th- the, the, the movies that I can think of that fuck were fucked around with when 
during filming was this one, Exorcist, The Omen, and oh, Polter, yeah. Poltergeist. But the, uh, I guess since there was, those were like the beginning stages of movies about that, maybe that's why? Uh, maybe, but there's... Okay, Rosemary's Baby, um, Roman Kolansky, yeah. his wife was murdered by the Manson family. Oh, fuck, dude. And he directed Rosemary's Baby. So there's like all these weird ties. Yeah. The 60s and 70s were fucking weird. So as it, this all leads into uh, the 80s when everything was like satanic panic. Everyone was scared of Satan about everything. Uh, and my whole thing is with that is if God is so... St- like the most powerful being and your faith in God is should be like protecting you from all this shit. Why are you scared of Satan all the time? Satan doesn't have much power when well, it comes to like God. God is supposed to be able to like kick, uh, kick that shit out whenever he, I think it's he just, wants. Or just God doesn't give a fuck if Satan is fucking around on earth. Well, if, if I think maybe it's all a, depends on you. Like if, if you're scared, then that's you dropped your guard down. That's your shield. You have no shield if you're scared. Yeah, but then I don't understand why people will be scared all the time. That's what I'm saying. Because like, I welcome that shit into my being, life. Maybe that's that's what I mean. That's why you don't get fucked with, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Well, because you, you've been to my apartment. You've seen all the spooky shit yeah, I have hanging on my walls. It's scary in there, dude. <laughs> I'm scared I'm going to fall out that window, dude. Yeah, some, some demon's going to push you out you that have, balcony, son. Yeah, get chucked. But I don't know, dude. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Because, like, I mean, I guess the, the more scared you are, the more... They feed off of you entities and demons and shit, supposedly. But I don't know, fucking... What about, like... I mean, yeah, that's like... A movie based about Satan. Like, have we heard anything about, like... Oh, the first satanic song by a fucking... I don't know, a metal band. Did they get fucked with while recording that song? No. We never heard anything about that? No, but then there's Robert Johnson, who sold his soul to the devil on the crossroads... And to make to be famous to be the big greatest blues uh, guitar player oh, of all that's time. Right, yeah, and then he. I wonder if that's he true. Uh, his blues influenced rock and roll, yeah. and now we have fucking rock and roll and that's, everything that's throughout the world. The, dem- the demon, the devil. That's why these crazy Christians, that like the over the top Christian dudes, they think the rock music's the devil. Yeah, dude, and I, I've seen shit like that before. Like, I used to go to this church and be like, "Look, look at this chart. It's a, it's a pre- representation of your body." Look, we, we, we played heavy metal music, and look at it afterwards. And there's all these demons and shit like that. And it's all distorted. Yeah. And look at when we play this church music. It's totally fine. Like that sucks, dude. It's like, yeah, it's like well, yeah, it's bored out of its mind. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah. So. Th- Honestly, Satan stuff, demon stuff doesn't scare me. It's the crazy Christians that do crazy shit because they're scared of it that scare me more than anything else. Culty shit. That yeah, is culty shit, yeah. Because they, they think they're right all the time. Yeah. Bravo! Bravo! Ah, ghost! And speak of the devil. That's it. There it is. Bravo. ghost. Yeah. The Bravo ghost. Say hi, Bravo. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's up, son? You can't...